Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Rose Shearer here, and welcome to the show. You know, it's funny. Lessons are for everybody. And if you think any of us have got all the answers, you would be very wrong. You would be very wrong. We don't. It's all a learning experience. And so here's the last couple of days. I've really struggled the last couple of weeks with all the negative energy and hatred I'm seeing on social media and the TV and the lies and the one-sided, no critical thinking. I just struggle with all of it. Um, And I've been taking it on and it's been affecting my health. Interesting, a girlfriend that I know quite well that did an ancestral clearing on me um, in the past phoned me up and said, I haven't heard from you. You haven't been on our group chat and are you doing okay? And I said, not really. She says, okay, the universe told me to get in touch with you. Can I gift you a session? And I don't even hesitate when Jan asked me that. I'd, yes, yes, please. I don't know what's going on with me. I don't even know if she can help, but there are powers that be that are bigger than me. And I'm always grateful just to say, yes, please. Fantastic. So we did some work yesterday. Yes, past life stuff. Uh, I am, my, my fear right now is not about the virus and all that jazz that goes on in the world. My fear is with the totalitarian uh, attitude that a lot of governments are taking and putting their countries into martial law and taking away our human rights and, and our choices that they will come for people like me, for my land, for my money, because they have legislation that will allow them to do this now. Uh, it's it's appalling what's happening in Canada, actually. So they have passed laws that allow them to walk right onto farms in our, my country and kill the livestock and burn the, burn the crops. So if they wanted a food shortage, they can make that all happen legally now. You don't get their COVID uh, flu shot. Well, I can already not travel or do anything like that. Then you don't get to go to stores or restaurants. And eventually I won't be able to leave my home because they will could through military checkpoints, stop me from going to my vacation home. Very, very scary. All of it is frightening, frightening. And I'm a solution person, you know, even with the, with the, um, the pandemic, it, they politicized it. And quite honestly, there are lots of ways to stay healthy and to not live in fear, but none of that is being offered to the general public. All that is be, being peddled is fear, now lies, and shutting down anything natural that could help you. You know what? If you're an aware person, you've got to be asking, hmm, things that go me. Do you imagine for any of you that's my age in the 80s and 90s, things that make you go, hmm. Um, so question, question everything. So I am, and I'm trying to do this podcast, and nothing's flowing. And I ask my higher self, should I post this? No. Okay, so I do another one. Nope, get interrupted with the phone again, this, that, and the next thing. It was just crazy town. So finally I sat back and said, okay, so clearly I have a different message here. And I want to be the voice of diplomacy and calm and love and reconciliation. I truly do. I have studied history 
It is a love of mine, actually. I come from ancestrally from the British Isles in Scotland. And of course, there was you know, a lot of oppression in, in, in the past there. And I think through our DNA, we bring a lot of this stuff with us. Even if you don't believe in past lives, the bottom line is there's a scripture that talks about the sins of the father being being um, put onto the son. I don't believe that that they that was meant literally. I believe that energetically we carry uh, energy in our cellular makeup that sometimes needs a little cleaning up. And clearly, I was holding on to things from the past, whether a past life or just through my DNA, and it needed to get released and cleared. And I'm so grateful. I feel like 180 pounds lighter this morning. I got to tell you. I have been in tears and sad and worried. Um, I cannot handle injustice. I cannot watch movies about it, really. I've never seen Schindler's List. Even when I watched The Power of One, the story of South Africa, I've watched one movie on that whole subject and could not handle it. I struggle with any TV shows and movies that, you know, just show tyranny and what was the uh, seven years in Tibet? Was that the one or was it a different one where the Chinese army walked in and into a Tibetan village and they had this beautiful sand uh, diagram in the sand, uh, the monks did, and they just walked in and destroyed it and burnt it to the ground and killed the people. This was true history. And oh my goodness, I just get so angry. I get so emotionally vested in that type of stuff. Not healthy. And not something as an empath I should be taking on. So my girlfriend got in touch with me, said, hey, universe said I should reach out to you. Is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, no, not so much. She says, I'd like to gift you a session. Let's talk. Well, we got through a lot of stuff last night. Now I'm trying to podcast going, I'm going off on tangents that aren't meant to be. So I thought to myself, let's open the book. Now, my first couple years of podcasting, uh, Melody Beattie, I used her book, Journey to the Heart, a lot. I didn't have guests on my show very much back then. I mean, I've been podcasting now for five and a half years. And I am so grateful for all of you that have joined me. I know that through COVID and through some of my belief structures and my questioning of everything, I've lost some of you. And I feel bad about that because I believe mankind is a is capable of so much more, so much more. Right now, greed and uh, power drive the world. It is an evil spiritual blanket that is just literally laying over this, this whole little blue ball that hangs out in space. We can believe so many different things and still have a basis of uh, compassion and growth as a mindset. And sure enough, the value the power of seeing. That is today, October 7th. Value the power of seeing is the message. And quite honestly, I couldn't say it better, so I'm going to read some of this. I have learned a, I have learned a very valuable uh, tool. It is one of the easiest and most powerful tools I've been given. I call it the power of seeing. It is the simple act of observing myself, what I do, how I react, how I respond to others. It is particularly useful in situations that have gotten confused or sticky. Sound familiar? And I don't know what to do to become unstuck. When I feel overwhelmed or a situation gets too difficult and I can't see my way through, I watch myself. It helps. Now, you're going to love the guest I've got on uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. I had Eric Winters uh, on the show yesterday, or I interviewed him yesterday. 
He talks about this as well. So it, it really fits in. I think we've got a little bit of a theme going on here over the next few weeks. Learn to observe yourself. Let yourself really see and be present in the moment in the situation you're in. Watch yourself as a neutral observer would, here's the important part guys, without judgment. Without judgment. Try to see the other person in the same way. Now this is something that I feel critical thinking and um, debating has just gone right out the window in, the, in culture today. I feel really sad for my granddaughter actually. They're not taught critical thinking in school. They're not taught to question. It's just, here's the curriculum. We're going to indoctrinate you and uh, you're going to graduate and do as we say. You're going to follow these life plans and work till you retire. You know what? Let that go. Just if it works for you and that's what you like and you enjoy your job and you're okay with all of that, go for it. But if you are questioning and you just are like, this isn't, doesn't feel right for me, listen to that inner voice, please. Where did I leave this off? Watch how the two of you interact. Respond to each other. Watch yourself think and feel. See the actions you take. You don't have to talk about what you're doing. It's better if you don't. And that's what hit me. I read that and went, ah, I was going into huge detail about how I've been feeling, how I'm feeling about this political pandemic, how I've been feeling about my clearing. And I'm thinking, Clearly, all of you didn't really need to know all that. It was not the message that needed to be delivered. Just sit, stay with yourself. Do it once, do it twice, then do it again. By the way, I believe there's power in numbers. And things that we do repetitively actually become habits. So you really want to work that into your life. Soon you'll begin to see something else. You'll begin to see the situation change, evolve, take a turn for the better. The power of seeing is one of most of us can easily claim. It helps, heals, and sometimes produces miracles. Physicists have decided that the act of observing can impact the behavior, appearance, or energy of whatever is being observed. I'm going to repeat that. Physicists have decided that the act of observing can impact the behavior, appearance, or energy of whatever is being observed. How we look at someone, including ourselves, can have an impact, cause a change. I just loved this. Now, let me tell you a story. I have talked about it a couple years back, but just to bring a refresher, having issues with my husband, was thinking that this was not a marriage I wanted to be in a couple of years ago. I could not seem to find common ground for us anymore, and I didn't want to be here. I put, because I was in a, had a great coach at the time, I put this into practice. The observing myself, there was the ownership of it. And along with those lines, I have a book recommendation for you. I'm reading The Magic of Surrender right now by Coot Laxon. And now I'm following him on Instagram. He, I recommend this one, guys, for my audible people that follow my book recommendations. If you are struggling in your life, and I was actually listening to the four-hour work week. I hadn't quite finished it yet. It really got into a lot of uh, technical hands-on information that as a person that's not running a hands-on business any longer, where it's just me and my podcast and, and such and coaching, I didn't need to hear all that. Um, business owners, highly recommend. You don't have to agree with everything. It's just, a, it's just a great listen to and it really changes your perspective on a lot. Things that we assume, take for granted, or that we've been indoctrinated ourselves with. And then I looked down at the phone as I was heading off on another little road trip and the magic of surrender, I, I had to drive out to our camping site 
That gives me two hours of audible time, which I love. And I saw this and went, let's check this out. Well, I just got caught up in his story of how his mom passed away. His mom and dad's marriage story is unbelievable. And his story of trying to be something, wondering why he was never getting there and surrendering. And clearly I needed a little of that in my life. I wasn't surrendering perhaps like I should have to my call or to the acceptance of the situation in the world. And I don't mean acceptance as in I, should, I shouldn't be fighting the tyranny and the lack of democracy and the lack of personal choice that's going on in some countries. It was more of surrendering, even if it's to the pain, knowing there's something else coming. So that really ties into this today. So he talks about surrendering and my guest talks about, uh, you know, choosing and my coach walked me through how observing myself in my reaction to my husband, the only person I had needed to work on was me. That changed everything in my marriage, everything. Clearly we're still together and clearly we are, we have a good, strong marriage. The only person that needed to change there was me. I needed to observe. I didn't need to necessarily pick apart all his overreactions or if he was overreacting or if he had hurt my feelings or if he took it the wrong way. His drinking, I mean, I've, um, we actually have a split in our household regarding this COVID uh, flu shot. He was told he had to take it to keep his job. I absolutely refuse to hurt my immune system by taking an experiment like this. And in the end, he chose to do it. And that to me, I was devastated. I've, I've spoken on this, but I chose to love him bigger than his decision. And that is something a lot of us struggle with. We need to see, and that's how this little clip ends. The power, there's power in seeing. There's even, even more power in seeing with the eyes of love. And that's what I had to do. My husband in his heart believed that he wasn't going to get sick. And he believed that he needed to look after me. He is the day-to-day breadwinner, you know, that has the T4 and has the medical system uh, for us. And he feels a very strong responsibility for me. I worked very hard for 15 years, first 15 years of our marriage, and brought in the money that allowed the house and everything. And now he's the caretaker of all that. We need to see it through the eyes of love. I did not agree with his decision. I felt betrayed. I felt he needed to be a warrior and stand up to this injustice. And I just really thought he would stand up and I was ready to take the company to court and all of it. He's like, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that, sweetheart. You're never going to agree on everything with someone else, your partner, your parents, your children, um, your work. That's just life. We all have different ways of looking at the world and thinking and you may not agree with me about the COVID, um, va- uh, I don't call it a vaccine because it's not, uh, flu shot. But I don't care that you've taken it. I care that it's been mandated and the tyranny that it's happening. I care that governments are overstepping, especially in dem- democracies. I understand in other countries it's just irrelevant. But in democracies are overstepping their power and passing legislation that is taking away more and more of our rights. They have the right to walk onto my property now and um, and take what they want to occupy, to road check me. They have the right to stop me from going into a restaurant. In one of our provinces, they passed legislation two weeks ago that allowed them to go onto a farm, kill all the animals, and burn the crops. They don't have to give you a justification and no warrant is needed. We've completely removed 
legal process in this country, and I'm in Canada, guys. That appalls me. That scares the living crap out of me, to be perfectly honest. And I was holding on to a lot of that, which got cleared last night. These things are going to carry on until we stand up and say no more. And not enough people are there yet. So I had to learn within myself to say to each his own in his own time. I know that doesn't excuse the greed and the power struggle that's going on in the world, but at the same token, nothing lasts forever. This too shall pass. Okay? So I don't care what side of the equation you are with that. I really don't. This too shall pass. My job here isn't to convince you of something. It is to encourage you to stay calm, have hope, um, reconcile with loved ones and friends that matter to you and and not to hold on to judgment or racism or segregation I just I just can't even and I no longer believe how I was raised that God is a wrathful God my father really drove that home when we were kids yeah that's like a, a fairy tale that you tell kids to keep them in line no I believe the spiritual realm is loving and encouraging and that there are light workers that are really truly trying to lift the veil of evil off this planet and I would like to be counted in as one of those to spread a message of hope to give you hope you are not alone I tell you guys that all the time I've had guests on regarding the eating disorders regarding abuse regarding self-help um, regarding addiction to social media you are not alone Maybe you're a person that knows that, but knows someone that thinks that way. Because I had a girlfriend that was feeling that way, very close girlfriend actually, who just wasn't sharing with us. And now we've just, we've fixed that, man. We've got her in our chat groups now. And it's like, you're not alone. You are not alone. In this world of hate and judgment and greed and power hungriness, I wish for you the blessings of calm and gratitude and tolerance. I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through Shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.